You think you know your friends, but what do you do when you have a friend who appears one way, but upon deeper discovery, actually is completely opposite than what you thought. Well, I am talking with Jake Van Wagner, who is a lifelong friend of mine. He's the showrunner for Studio C. He's an actor, a writer, a producer. He's making movies all over the world. He's a musician, a husband to Emma, father of five. And I sat down with him to try to figure out what do you do with an unusual friend who seems one way, but upon further discovery is actually another you and I have been friends for a really long time. We've worked together. We're friends. We've traveled with our families together. And you are fascinating to me Ooh. for lots of reasons. But this is the one that I want to talk about today. Okay. I've seen you in a lot of different social situations. I've seen you with your family and everything. And you're fascinating because you seem like an extrovert. But I know you and you're for real. An introvert. Yeah, with a capital I. I know. So tell me about that and what extremes you go to to be an intro an introvert. Well, yeah, that's it's funny because I feel like I have this conversation with all of my friends, and we get to a certain point in a friendship where people <laughs> where this is a topic that comes up, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an introvert, and they're like, no, you're not, and yeah. I'm like, well, I am. We really. have this very conversation. Yeah, for sure. And you're Years just ago. one of many, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, I'm not special. <laughs> no, no, you are. You're very special. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. Interesting because at my core, I want to be just me and my family. And I want to always just be like, and to, to a fault sometimes, like we have a common friend who's like, has made those comments before. like, hey, buddy, when I invite you out, like, you know, it's nice for you to say yes and not just be like, sorry, I'm staying home. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, for sure. I'm not going to do that though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know, because I'm a performer and I love performing and I also think it shifted and I've not done any research on this, Lisa. Okay. okay. I'm, not, I'm not a I'll fact check it. Don't worry. Please fact yeah. check it. Uh, but I think it changed for me over time. And maybe it was there all along within me, but I feel like when I was in high school, I was an extrovert and I was just like the life of the party and I was like on stage all the time and mm -hmm. performing all the time. But something changed. I went and served a mission uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then, and I was extroverted during that, but I think that I also kind of started to like, you know, need the re-energizing to happen yeah. while I was on my mission because I was just constantly talking to people well, all Well, and the you're time. never alone. You're always with your companion when you're on a mm -hmm. mission. And so I feel like that probably, you were yeah. like, oh, could we have some alone time? Yeah, but it wasn't bad and I wasn't, it wasn't a, yeah. ever a point where I was like, something's happening. I'm introverting. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do feel like after my mission and, and especially after I got married, it's just like I am in love with my wife and she's like the only person I ever want to be with. And here's the thing though. If you know Emma, your wife, like I get it. She's so rad. Like why? Why would you, yeah, you're like, guys, I just want to hang out with her. And then now you have these five adorable, really funny, interesting kids. Yeah. So like, I get it. I just, it, it is funny that you can morph and maybe like uh, be one of among, you know, you can live among the extroverts mm -hmm. and for a time, for a time. Mm -hmm. And it's helped you in your career. So I'm, I'm curious, you're an introvert. You live far away from all of your friends. And you told me when, when you were moving to this little tiny town, I was like, it's so you can just be alone. Right. And you said, <laughs> yeah, cause people can't just 
drop by. Yeah. And I was like, like me? Try as they what? might. Like everyone. <laughs> Which is so funny because you've set up your life like that, but you're in a career that really demands that you're an extrovert. So what's that like? Yeah. So... There are different facets of that, and I do feel like um, I tr- I just have to turn it on, and and turning it on for me just means like I have to just block out and just be like, hey, this is go time, and then I go and go and go as and and I do feel like there comes a point where I start getting a little tired of it, but I also feel like I know that's like with my job, I'm just gonna have to keep going, yeah. and then at the end of the day, that's when I'll just like conk out. So. Um, and with our friends too, that happens. Like I love my friends and I, and we have so like, we're super blessed. Like we have a oh, lot yeah. of really, really good friends, that, friends. Yeah, yeah. that we hang it's out with and it's a blast. And, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the night when I'm on my drive home to my home, that's far away from everyone, <laughs> I'm just like wiped out. So I don't know. I think it's something that I have had to just learn to turn on and off and, and it's easier for me than I think for some other, I, I, I think I'm an, extroverted introvert introvert is that what it right. is well th- so there's so many different kind of terms about that and especially when you're we, we- we're having this conversation in a larger conversation about what it means to really like take care of yourself. Oh, like, sure. you know, as you're mm-hmm. an adult, you have to like learn how, when you need to be recharged and how to make sure that your bucket's filled, however you, yeah. you kind of like describe it. And I think it's really interesting that this there's a social, you know, impact to all of this. That for some people, like I find myself, if I'm by myself or alone too much, and I can be because my kids are all kind of grown up, um, I'm a widow and that's really long. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, my word. You were there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and how I work, sometimes I just, it, you know, it, it seems like I'm always doing interviews and stuff like that. But a lot of time I'm writing and editing and I'm by myself. So I can go days without, you know, having, being able to fully express my extroverted self. And so I've come to adjust to that. You know, I have a house that sort of has an open door policy. Mm-hmm. You know, people, yeah, totally. you know, come and go. And, and, and I like that. And I like setting my life up uh, so that I know that my needs are met as well. Like in a social setting, I, and I usually have to make a lot of an effort for that because for whatever reason I'm really attracted to introverts like I want to that is interesting (laughs) no like if you think about a lot of our friends and a lot of the people that I hang out with they're introverts for sure and and I anyway that's I'll unpack that later. <laughs> I would love to be there when you do that. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it, I I guess it does mean that as an extrovert, I set up my life so that I can be, you know, around people at certain times. And if I know that and can look forward to it, then I'm fine. Well, that's interesting. That made me think of, and I don't know that this has really anything to do with what you're thinking, but for me, and this doesn't make me a good or better person, probably a worse person or more selfish person. But I think for my friends to know that if I'm spending time with them, it means that I really truly do want to be there and I care about them because I just, it does become so exhausting for me. And so if there's an event that I'm not at, it's because I'm just like, I'm not, I can't do that right now. But with my close friends, I'll always do it because I, because they mean that much to me and also I can expend that energy and that's where I want to put my energy. Oh, I think it's a total compliment. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also don't want it to be like, "Mm, Jake graced us with his presence (laughs) because I did, but I don't want you to think that. (laughs) Well, and that's what like real friendship 
is like, right? When you can just absolutely be yourself. You don't have to yeah. be the same mm-hmm. as your friends, but you know that they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. And and I do think that actually is a really important point of this conversation because if I have to feel like, oh, I got to turn it down, there goes all the extroverted Lisa, then you you don't feel like you can really be yourself. Yeah. That's not great. Right. And That's hard. I'm sure on the flip side, it would be like that. Okay, so when you think about... You know, okay, I got to take care of myself, or I'm I'm out of balance, or I feel out of whack, or whatever. What what kinds of things do you do that that other than just being at home that um, recharge you? It is so funny how how much of a homebody I am, and and my wife Emma is. We are both just like, yeah. I mean, we we had we had a trip planned to go to St. George and then we were just kind of just like, let's just don't, let's just stay home <laughs> instead. And, and that that's, seemed like a treat. And yeah, which, and and we do do those things and those are fun things, but just like, yeah, I think we just gauge like when we're able to do those things and, and for us, self-care really is just kind of like being together. And that's so sweet. Isn't it that is so the sweet? sweetest thing But that it I've really is. Heard. Like we really do just kind of recharge together. We watch yeah. a lot of shows together. Know, like that's, see, that's a big thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that even as an extrovert, like, oh, watching a show. Yeah. Just kind of unplugging with your person, from that. Like mm-hmm. that's the best. Yeah. That's the dream, right? Yes. Same with the kids. Like I will... The kids want to play and go crazy, and we will do that to an extent. And then I'm like, hey, pause. Let's go inside and watch Star Wars for yeah. a little bit. And they're like, great. And that for us is just like, okay, we're unplugging and recharging now. See, yeah. Yeah. I think that's mostly. And then for me, like, you know, nature. That sounds cheesy too, but nature will like bring me back to a hundred percent so fast. I love my dogs and I love nature. So if I can go for a hike and I live in nature, right? I I live up in the mountains of a tiny town that nobody knows about Mm -hmm. and I won't tell you. (laughs) I was going to say, should I just tell everybody your address right now? You never. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) I would never. Um, But it's so it's easy for us to get out and do take walks in this town and and take our dogs. That's for me is like, yeah, that, that reach charges me quickly. The thing that I really admire about you is that you have set up your life for this, for success. You're like, this is how I want to live my life. Uh, You know, you have this gorgeous house in the middle of nowhere, but it's gorgeous. Thank you. That's all my wife also, yes. In nature, with your favorite people. Like, you're not asking permission. You're not making, uh, you know, demands on your friends or other people to like do this for you. You just set up your life and work really hard so that you can just have what you want, but you already know what you want. I think that's, a lot of people don't know what they need. For sure. I think not. Until they've crossed the line. Yeah. And they're like, well, I know I'm so messed up and so stressed. Yeah, for sure. And I do feel like there's definitely were moments of that. And we were, you know, before it was just like, it just wasn't working for us. And we were, so this, this solution was really good for us. And it wasn't like dire or anything. It was just like, hey, I feel like we could be happier in this scenario. And so we did it. Um... And you were both on the same page about it? Yeah. Oh, oh so for great. sure. Isn't that great? That, is, that is great. And that's very lucky, I think, that yeah. we're both just like, yes, that's us. Because some sometimes there are extroverts in the relationship and introverts in the relationship, and then they have to find the balance of that. And yeah, I think that would be hard. Yeah, but this worked out for us. But I think as far as like also just like knowing what you want and doing what you want, I think that just... Um, I think setting up that boundary with your friends, because I'm sure there have been friends, I'm looking at one of them, that has kind of been like, wait, okay, um, that feels like, you know, maybe we, why Don't do you, you not want to hang, hang out? out yeah, exactly. Why yeah, are you- but I, you know, in my defense, had a conversation with you. 
And yeah. I and I know you and I know your wife. And so I don't take it as an insult. Yeah. And I think that's, but that's part of like knowing what you want and being able to yeah. set those boundaries up to be like, I don't mean to be offensive. And like my, one of my best friends in the world, McLean Nelson, who is a long time listener. Just bring up his name. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. he is, he is the most amazing dude and I love him like a brother. Oh, I know you guys and are we, like brothers. we can click and be together like brothers, like, like I could be with my brother nonstop, but he's also very excellent extroverted. And so when he wants to go do extroverted things, he knows it's like probably going to preclude me. And that's probably annoying for him. And he's like, buddy, he's the one that I said was like, Hey, you got to kind of like come and do this stuff. When Every I once you in a to. while. Yeah. Which is fair. But he also knows like, well, that's just how he is. And that's yeah. kind of an expectation. I'm, I'm sure people talk about me behind my back in a very sweet way, no. but that's just what the boundary is. And I'm just like, this is how I have to do it. And it's not to be rude or mean, but it's, it's not just to be to like, rude. like we, you said, like self-care. Yeah, it like, is. Yeah. And you have to take responsibility for that because if you were then just doing whatever McLean said. Like most would... people do. <laughs> he is the golden boy. I love it. I really hope that he's listening to this. I'm going to send it to him to make yeah, sure he does. Do. Um, because I relate to McLean because McLean mm-hmm. and I, one of the reasons why we get along so well is because we're so similar in that sense. And we're like, why wouldn't everybody just want to go to Disneyland right now yeah. and have a big party and just spend the whole weekend together, all of us together. And yeah, it, it it isn't personal. And giving each other that kind of space is a sort of a social con- contract that you make with your friends or strangers or coworkers or whatever that we don't really like talk about how you negotiate that exactly. Like who's going to bring it up? Yeah, you for know, sure. Like I like you, but like I really like being at home and not doing anything. I know. Yeah, for sure. And I think obviously the longer you know someone, the more that you yeah. you feel that. Well, I actually just very recently went to Indiana for this convention. I was there like with McLean and Adam, one of our other friends who's very extroverted. Oh, yeah. And they had another friend there that I hadn't met, and she was also very extroverted. And we were talking, and afterwards, or Adam made a comment about how... I am and like how I (laughs) I am like I'm gonna unplug soon and she was like oh really you seem so very talkative and you seem and there are also those kinds of people that you meet that are just very easy to like engage with and not super draining and I think that's in in my profession that's like it's more it's few and far between but that has been also like a nice thing to find the people that are just like you meet them and they're just like easy to engage with you don't have to like do the small talk and it's easy to just like be yourself. I think that's mostly like what, what the problem is. If I don't feel like I'm being myself or yes. being honest to like wh- who I am at the core and like pretending to be like, whoa, you oh. made that movie. That's cool. <laughs> when really I'm just like, okay, I got to get home. Yeah. Um, that makes it easier. To watch. Yeah. It does make it easier. And you and I happen to be in a profession where you do have to socialize a lot. Oh, baby. Yeah. Just too much. (laughs) That's another thing is like there's these events and activities where, and that's why McLean Nelson and I are such good partners. Yes. Is that he loves that and he is, I've said this before, but he could network with a telephone pole. Oh, 100%. And that's his thing is he loves just talking to people, meeting new people, and he's the the perfect balance to my like, okay, do I have to go do that? Yeah. Do I have to do that? Because he wants to. Like go out to dinner with the cast after a show and just be like, yeah, it does sound so fun, but I'm just like, (laughs) ugh. And another friend of mine, David, who's just like one of the producers on things I do, he's like, buddy, you got to put some effort into that. It's politics. You got to do it. And I'm just like, oh gosh. I love hearing how you negotiate that though. I think that's neat. When you look at your kids, do you think introvert, introvert, extrovert? Oh yeah, for sure. Emma and I talk about it a lot. Like who is more like, 
who is more like me as far as who can be extroverted when yeah. they need to and who is not. And we definitely have like picked out, except for our youngest, although we do feel like he's an extrovert. He's a very funny little he's three-year-old. So he's so, so cute funny. and funny. And But yeah, we... We've kind of picked that out. And there are a lot that are like her because Emma is more introverted. She is not, mm -hmm. it is much harder for her to turn it on. And she's always sweet all the time. Yeah, she's to got everyone. really good manners. Yes. Yeah, she's very, yeah, and she Which can I engage love. and, and yeah. converse. Oh, absolutely. But to be like on and big, mm -hmm. that's like not her thing. And so some of our kids, we've, we've, we're like, yeah, you're like mom, you're like mom, you're more like dad. Yeah. Yeah. Your best self care tip. You know, everyone's looking for tips and tricks. What is your best self-care trick? You just kind of wish everybody knew. I I think sometimes when people think about self-care, they think of being selfish or, or they're afraid people will view them as being selfish. And um, I think my trick is just to, if your intentions are good and you know that you're just like, I have to do this to take care of myself, then that lifts all the weight off of you and you're like this is just what I'm doing this for me not to be selfish or mean to people but I know that I need this to survive so that's that's my trick I think is just to have that mindset of just like this is I have to do this self-care is vital and if you don't do it then you fall apart and so and if you I think you realize that and then you're just like it doesn't I'm so sorry I don't care what you think about this yeah <laughs> because I have to do it for me or else we won't have a relationship afterwards. So, yeah, I think, and f just finding that's, I mean, that's the long-winded way of saying just like finding the thing that you know will bring you back to to 100% and just being unapologetic about it. Well done and well said, and you live it, so. Yeah, I practice what I preach. You do. Most of the time. <laughs> The Lisa Show is a production of BYU Radio. It's hosted by Lisa Valentine Clark and produced by McKay Menden and Becca Hurley with help from Kaya Dibb. And music and post-production by Sam Clausen. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you have questions for the Council of Moms, you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Jake Van Wagner. I'm a good guy. Next week on The Lisa Show. When I was in labor with my sixth child, um, I remember that day thinking, I want to shake tonight at the hospital after I have this baby. Oh, absolutely. So I got on my, you know, credit, what, what is it called? Bank? Call to <laughs> see if you have money. Yeah. Whatever that thing's called. <laughs> and um, I, we had $26. Not just in our checking mm -hmm. savings. That was our total money for our whole family. Wow. And we were going through some rough times. We've had so many ups and downs. And it was like, oh, okay. Well, then I think I could get a shake. I could maybe get a sandwich too, you know, like tonight <laughs> it'll work. That's next week on The Lisa Show, wherever you get your podcasts.